When you're hiring, it feels amazing to finally close out a job search. But what if you could get rid of the search and just match? You can with Indeed. If you need to hire, you need Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. And Indeed doesn't just help you hire faster. 93% of employers agree Indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites, according to a recent Indeed survey. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences. So the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying you heard about Indeed on this podcast. Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. Some people just know there's a better way to do things, like bundling your home and auto insurance with Allstate, or hiring someone to move your piano instead of doing it yourself. So do things the better way. Bundle home and auto and save up to 25% with Allstate. Bundled savings vary by state and are not available in every state. Saving up to 25% is the countrywide average of the maximum available savings off the home policy. Allstate Vehicle and Property Insurance Company and Affiliates, Northbrook, Illinois. The following is a Learfield presentation of the UCLA Sports Network. Churns his way to the 10, breaks a tackle, here he goes! Touchdown UCLA! Fires over the middle, it's picked off! UCLA with another takeaway, he's going to gun the engine and go! Touchdown UCLA! And here come the Bruins! Live from Los Angeles. This is the Bruin Insider Show, your inside look at UCLA Athletics. Coming up, we've got 60 minutes of the best Bruins talk anywhere, including a chat with UCLA head coaches, student athletes, and the latest in on-campus athletics news live from Westwood. Now, let's join our hosts, Nick Cope, Brian Fenley, and Wayne Cook. Well, it didn't turn out the way we'd have liked over the weekend with UCLA football losing to USC. But being here with you for the next hour, we're going to tell you why it's going to be okay. Welcome in to the Bruin Insider Show. And yes, we are going to go through all things UCLA football with you for the next 60 minutes. And we thank you all 
and your time, and we wish you an early Thanksgiving, whether you are, say, stuck in traffic on the 405, or maybe you're tailgating some slow car in the fast lane of the I-10. We appreciate you and your time. We also appreciate our crew, and let's welcome in our crew for Wayne Cook, former UCLA quarterback. He can be found on Twitter at WayneCookUCLA. Nick Cope at NKOOP, and I'm Brian Fenley on Twitter at Brian Fenley. So as we mentioned, we're going to have our critical thinking up here to look back at UCLA's rivalry game against the Trojans, a 48-45 to win for USC. And then we got to look ahead. We, we can't dote too long on the pass because it's Cal with a quick week on Friday as that game will be played up at Cal. We're also going to look at UCLA hoops and what they've done, including a conversation with women's basketball head coach Corey Close. But Wayne, being there at the Rose Bowl on Saturday, football-wise, it didn't go our way, but what an environment and what an all-time classic it turned out to be. I, I, I absolutely love your your positivity, buddy. I, I'll, I'll go ahead and say this, O'Brien. I, I, I don't know if I'm okay at this point. This is this is a team that, that was talking about outside shot at, at playoffs a couple weeks ago, and so this has been hard. You know, the Arizona game was a, was a game that I think that even, you know, the, the most of us realize if that game was played a hundred more times, UCLA would win most of the time. Um, watching Delora throw a bunch of interceptions the next week was even more frustrating. Um, and then the SE game, um, you know, what a great game. I'm agreeing with you. It was a great game. Everybody that watched it on TV, even people that had no, you know, interest in who won, it was an absolute back and forth, great players, great plays. It was so fun. But I keep coming back to something I was saying to Nick in the in the postgame show. You know, we lost by three points and we had four turnovers. There was just you cannot do that in those games. And it's it, it makes it even more sad to realize you gave Caleb Williams and company that many more possessions and you were still right there with a chance to win at the end of the game. So I don't know, man. I, I'm going to go ahead and be a, a UCLA fan tonight. I, I'm sick and I'm sad, but I, I, I agree with you that – I think it's really important that we get this Cal game, and I want to set the the, the, the stage for that tonight because um, for the Pac-12, I think keeping UCLA, who stayed in the top 20, which is great, and the CFP, yeah, the Pac-12 wants UCLA to stay there. Um, I, I think they need to win for the team to get to nine wins is a big deal. The better bowl game we go to is a big deal. So, yeah, it stinks, and we're all upset, but you're right. we got to get back after it because the Cal game is really important. Always great to have a chance to beat the Berkeley boys. I feel like it's been forever. Haven't been up to Memorial Stadium in a while, and probably the last time UCLA will make that trip for at least a while. So nice standalone game to have on Black Friday. And for these guys, Brian, I'm sure there's nothing better than to have this game to look forward to to flush away last Saturday. Yeah, and Cal is a very much a struggling team, and we're obviously going to dissect them later on in the hour, also talking UCLA basketball later on as well. But when we come back, we've got to do it. We've got to go back to Saturday at the Rose Bowl. Maybe you were at the game, one of the over 70,000 that packed in to watch UCLA go up against USC. The big takeaways, yes, the four turnovers, that was the difference. 
But what else was? We're going to discuss next. You're listening to the Bruin Insider Show, UCLA Sports Network from Learfield. What did the Bruins and world champion Aaron Donald have in common? Both are powered by Ready, the official protein of UCLA athletics. Ready fuels Bruin athletes and Aaron with scientifically formulated, better for you, Ready protein bars featuring clean, all natural ingredients, high quality protein and fiber, and best of all, an unbelievable taste. And now Ready protein bars are available in convenient five packs at Walmart. Take a cue from the Bruins and Aaron and fuel your active lifestyle with ready protein bars now on sale at Walmart ready fueling UCLA champions and you Yamaba Resort and Casino at San Manuel has another reason for you to come in today. For a limited time only, Yamaba is giving all new and inactive members a buy one, get one free buffet. Plus, new members can win up to $1,000 in free play for signing up a Club Serrano membership. You'll earn rewards from playing any of the 6,800 slots or table games. Experience SoCal's best buffet and resort. Yamaba is your home to big wins and even bigger prizes. Go for a BOGO today. Details at Yamaba.com slash new member. Must be 21. Please gamble responsibly. The new UCLA Meyer and Rini Luskin Conference Center and Hotel is a proud sponsor of UCLA Athletics and is the perfect addition to your game day lineup. Stay in one of our 254 guest rooms just steps away from Pauley Pavilion and enjoy great food and drinks before or after the game at Platia, our on-site Mediterranean-inspired restaurant and lounge. Experience Bruin hospitality at its best at the UCLA Luskin Conference Center and Hotel located in the heart of campus. For more information, visit us at luskinconferencecenter.ucla.edu. Our favorite tailgating hack ever is morning recovery. We all love tailgating before UCLA games, but sometimes we don't like the way we feel waking up the next day. Thankfully, we have morning recovery to make sure you wake up feeling like a winner. Morning recovery's unique blend of super herbs, adaptogens, vitamins, and minerals help rehydrate and replenish lost nutrients when you have a few adult beverages before the game or any day. Find your morning recovery at BevMo, Ralph's, or other beverage retailers near you. Don't let your tailgating turn into failgating the next morning. Use morning recovery. Drink today. Feel great tomorrow. Have a question for any of our guests? Tweet us at UCLA Athletics using the hashtag Bruin Insider Show or visit UCLABruins.com slash insider to submit your question each week. Now, let's rejoin our hosts, Nick Cope, Brian Fenley, and Wayne Cook. Well, it was dubbed as one of the most monumental of matchups between USC and UCLA on the football field in several years. And the Bruins come up short on Saturday as we look at the game here on the Bruin Insider Show. For Nick Cope, Wayne Cook, I'm Brian Fenley. 48-45, to USC got it done. And there were over 70,000 at the Rose Bowl. The energy was incredible around the stadium. And it was a two-minute drill at the end of the fourth quarter where Bruins quarterback Dorian Thompson-Robinson had a chance to be the hero needed to get to the end zone from 89 yards and started at that 11-yard line, started working his way up the field. Time continues to pass, and then he throws that interception that that seals it for the Trojans. But beyond the obvious storyline here, Wayne, in the, the three turnovers or the three interceptions from DTR and then the fumble, I just tried to go big picture for a moment about this game and try to live in the headspace of a UCLA fan because I'm torn here. In one way, I'm thinking to myself, well, we only lost by three. 
you could say to yourself, well, against a USC team and, and how great they are, there's you can take some solace in as a fan. Hey, we could have won that game, but we didn't. It was close. And then you could say, well, because we were that good as a UCLA football program and we didn't win, that that hurts even more. So I'm really torn as to the mentality of the UCLA football fan because at one point it feels like when you lose tight, it, that hurts even more. But then you think to yourself, well, you know, we didn't win. So just trying to piece this all together. So, you know what? I, I'm going to I'm going to go the route of this is this is disappointing. Um, you know, as a player, I guarantee you every single player in that locker room after the game was sick. Um, you know, and they had to deal with the fact that they had lost to an Arizona team. And I keep going back to that because that's the one we're going to look back on and go, really? You know, Oregon and USC are both really good teams. I mean, we have more ranked teams in the Pac-12 than, than, than any team, than any conference in the nation. And remember that we only have 12 teams and, and some of the other conferences have 14. We have six. Nobody has that many. And we have a Washington State team that has our argument um, for being in that top 25 as well. That would be seven. So you can't go through this conference without playing. And UCLA beat Utah and Washington, who we all know are very high-ranked teams right now. They lost on the road to, to Oregon and barely lost to USC. And USC has an outside shot at getting into the playoffs. So it's been a gauntlet of a schedule, and it's very difficult. And we know that UCLA played this game against USC with some injury problems. We know they were down at D-tackle, and, and, and they were playing guys that they wouldn't normally play. I think Austin Jones probably had a bigger game than he would have because we had players hurt and they started running the ball more. Um, and Caleb Williams, i got to be honest with you, I've not seen a player all year that matters more to their team than Caleb Williams does. I think he just does so much for them. It's incredible. I mean, he, he's, he's, he should be one of the favorites for the Heisman. He's that good. Um, but at the end of the day, you know, UCLA, let's let this one slip away. You can't, you know, you'd rather, you'd rather punt. I know you don't want to give them the ball. But, but you don't want – because the defense, if they did anything right in this game, they did force some field goals. They did get a turnover. They did enough to where UCLA, um, you know, had a chance to win, and yet we still scored 40-something points, uh, which you would argue is a pretty darn good offensive day. But it's, it's just – it's disappointing. It's, it's a bummer. Um, it's a bummer to look at the rankings right now and see how far down the list we are. You know, I got, I'm not going to lie. I, I want Oregon State to lose because I want them to drop below, the, below us. I want – Probably, I guess we want Washington State to beat Washington, correct? And then that put us above them, too. And then we'd be looking up at, at, at Utah, Oregon, and, and USC. So, I mean, it's kind of a bummer to be thinking about that when just a few weeks ago we were thinking about more. So, yeah, I'm going to go ahead and say that I guarantee you that I'm not saying anything mean. I bet you every single player in that locker room thinks they should have won that game if they could have just you know done a few more things right. Um, but that's what makes college football so awesome. That's why this is an instant classic. It's just one of those ones that we're not going to want to be watching in, in 10 or 20 years because we know how it turned out. <laughs> when you look at a game like this, Wayne, there's so many points you can pick out and be like, if this went that way, if that went this way, and you in a three-point game you can find dozens of those. I keep coming back to – the middle eight, this idea of what you do at the end of the first half and the beginning of the second half. And I think this is an area that's important to the coaching staff. We've heard Chip Kelly talk about it and how important it can be. And 
every time the Bruins win the coin toss, what do they do? They defer to the second half. They want to be able to play it outright so they get a chance with the ball at the end of the first half, and then they get it coming out of halftime. And if you play your cards right, you got the potential to reel off 14 straight points. Easier said than done. You do have defenses you're going against, but you can... If you're down, you can make the game close. If the game's close, you can really put yourself out in front. And this is an area that UCLA has really excelled for much in the season. But these last two weeks, not successful. And Saturday, it was effectively a wash because you had the interception turn into a USC field goal right at the horn for the second quarter. And then USC scored, a, or excuse me, UCLA scored a field goal on the other side of halftime. So you weren't really able to gain any separation in that regard. And and so I, I've kind of come back to that idea because UCLA yep. was so good there for much of the year, but these last two weeks haven't been able to use that to their advantage. Yeah, it's to me it's 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 such a huge and crucial part of the game because I remember thinking, you know, going into halftime, I was even like, you know what? It didn't go the way we wanted it to. Turnovers stink, right? Turnovers are such a big deal. Um, and then you go, but we're going to come out, we're going to score seven. Because it just felt like UCLA was, was when it was on, especially at the beginning of the game, it was like, okay, once UCLA went, like once they got a first down and went up tempo, USC couldn't really deal with it. It was, it was a couple of penalties. And even in the first half, it could have been worse, right? There was a couple of penalties that kind of like, like stalled drives. And then there was the turnovers. And if you throw away those things, it just felt like, you know, this game could have been a bigger lead. Um, you don't want to give Caleb Williams too many opportunities because that was the strength of their team. And then you throw into the mix that, um, you know, they didn't manage that that eight minutes you're talking about very well at all, but you throw into the mix that, you know, they made a really um, – they were really intent on, on slowing down Zach Charbonnet. I mean, if you'd have told me that Austin Jones was going to have more yards than Zach, I'd have, I'd have laughed at you. I'd have said, nah, I doubt it. Even though I thought Austin Jones would actually have a good game because I kind of felt that when I watched the film, and I don't think he's as, you know, as far behind as, as people think as far as like Travis Dye. I think Austin Jones is actually a pretty good player. But um, we needed to be able to throw the ball better. And you guys, I'm telling you, I've been telling you guys this for a while now. For whatever reason, it feels like it's kind of from, from like the, right after the Oregon game. I just feel like our passing game has not – I mean, that if you look at stats, it's, it's, it's one thing, but I just feel like we have not been as crisp. I just feel like the accuracy hasn't been as good. The separation by the receivers hasn't been as good. The making the proper reads haven't been as good. I just feel like we've been struggling a little bit. And I know that people are going, but yeah, but we scored over 40 points. I know. That's how good I think this team is. I'm actually being positive when I say that. I'm like, yeah, we're still really good, but we scored 28 against Arizona. You see what I'm getting at? Like, I just don't feel like it's been as crisp. And I really hope that they find a way to, to, to find it for that. Because I think the passing game needs to be a little bit better, in my opinion. Wayne, you brought up a great point. And, and Wayne Cook, Nick Cope, I'm Brian Fenley here with you for the next hour talking UCLA football along with basketball, where we went into the USC-UCLA football game understanding that the Trojans' best running back in Travis Dye was not going to play in this game. So we didn't really know what to expect from the Trojans' running game. They had pieces, and Trojans head coach Lincoln Riley wasn't, when he was talking to the media before the game, he didn't say a whole lot as to who he's going to go with. But you know, by deducing what they had, you had the likes of, like you mentioned, in Austin Jones and, and then as well Darwin Barlow. For a team that didn't have their star running back, for them to have four rushing touchdowns says a lot about what they could do. And I remember some of the late in the, the second half 
Darwin Barlow runs where he was just a battering ram there. We could not get yeah. off the field defensively. Even after this, when we started the game UCLA, not allowing the Trojans to score on their first three possessions. They first two drives, first they, they go forward on fourth and one, they turn it over on downs, then the missed field goal, and then Kane Madrano picks off Caleb Williams. All of this to say there were signs that that defense was holding up. In the second half, things got away from us defensively. And when we come back, let's focus on that second half. Plus, to your point, Wayne, what do you think it is about that passing game? And could it be something to do with the health of Dorian Thompson-Robinson? We've got an update on the Bruin quarterback as well as far as how he's feeling. You're listening to the Bruin Insider Show, UCLA Sports Network from Learfield. Have you ever had a cheesesteak with chicken fingers, mozzarella sticks, crisp bacon, fried eggs, fries, mayo, ketchup, salt, pepper on a fresh baked hero? Well, tens of thousands of fans at Fat Sal's Deli have. That's what we do at Fat Sal's. Since 2010, we've been building mouth-watering, over-the-top, one-of-a-kind creations. Come try us out at one of our four Southern California locations, Venice Beach, Encino, Hollywood, and right in the heart of Westwood Village. For details, visit FatSal'sDeli.com. We're making sandwiches over here. Show off your Bruin pride with the Westcom Bruin Edge Visa Credit Card. Earn 5% cash back on select UCLA purchases and 1.5% everywhere else. Redeemable for rewards that will make you want to eight clap. Plus, enjoy no annual fee or foreign transaction fees and get a $500 cash back bonus when you spend $2,500 in the first three months. Now that's better banking for Bruins. Visit westcom.org to apply and for terms and conditions. Premier Party Rents is your destination for all of your party and event rental needs, including weddings, birthdays, and corporate events. A preferred vendor of UCLA, Premier Party Rents has been working with UCLA football alumni on their game day rental needs for more than 10 seasons and looking forward to many more. We offer the best customer service in addition to our extensive selection of event rental supplies. Let's combine your imagination and our experience to produce precisely the event you've envisioned. Visit PremierPartyRents.com. Acosta Heating and Air Conditioning has been family-owned and operated for 25 years and offers its heating and cooling services throughout Ventura County, the San Fernando Valley, and on the west side. We provide service, preventative maintenance, installations, and free estimates. The Acosta family, including UCLA alum Alex Acosta, has established a strong sense of community, actively supports local programs, and is proud to be a sponsor of UCLA Athletics. Visit AcostaHVAC.com to find out how the Acosta family can help you feel more comfortable in your home. The Bruin Insider Show continues now. Here's Nick Cope, Brian Fenley, and Wayne Cook. We are debriefing UCLA football's 48-45 to 45 loss over the weekend to USC. And yes, as we look at that second half, maybe worth the game, but it started out with four straight drives for the Trojans, all were touchdowns. And then, yes, you had the the fumble there from Dorian Thompson-Robinson, the Bruin quarterback, that I felt, Wayne, really, I felt like the Bruins had this game in the bag. And I always felt, even to the end of the game, when they had the chance down by three points, but with that two-minute drill opportunity to win it or tie it and send it to overtime. But it was when Dorian Thompson-Robinson gave up the fumble there, and then right away it was cashed in on on the ensuing drive for the Trojans. They score a touchdown, they go up 10. And then it was like defense was optional the rest of the way. But 
as much as we laud our our front four and, and what they can do defensively, Caleb Williams, the quarterback for the Trojans, did things that I, I just am amazed at. And we've seen a lot of his worth and what he can do and his body of work and just his ability to extend plays and then find a guy like Jordan Addison, who, who arguably is the best wide receiver in college football. There were so many weapons. There were so many times, Wayne, that I felt like, okay, we can stop him here on third down, and then here comes another conversion, another completion, Williams finding Addison. Too many of that, too much of that in the second half. Well, I mean, both quarterbacks put up ridiculous numbers. I mean, you know, 400, what did he throw for? What did Caleb throw for? 470? I yeah, mean, that's over, ridiculous. Yeah. You know, ten yard, and again, what he does a lot is he is he is he buys time, and then he gives his receivers a chance um, to get open, and they're really really good. I mean, I, I think it's funny you talked about Addison, who was obviously great with thirteen receptions and close to two hundred yards. I mean, but Ford had a couple of the best plays. He had there was a there was a run to the left where Caleb Williams just threw a dart. Uh, and then there was another one, the fades at the corner of the end zone. That was a great throw as well. Um, I, I just thought he did a lot of good things. And it's funny because, you know, you look at Dorian's game, and he threw for over 300 yards as well. I mean, he threw for 309. He had four touchdowns. I mean, that's not easy to do. It's the three interceptions and the fumble. Um, you know, and, and remember, Dorian's a warrior, and I'm not being mean to When I talk about the passing game, it's not just that. I mean, they tried to hit Jake Bobo ten times, and they only got four receptions. Now, a couple of those were big plays, you know, at the end of the game, but that's a lot of targets um, to, to not connect. And so, like, for me, it, it wasn't when – I, when I say that the, the, the passing game hasn't seemed quite as good, I just feel like something's missing. And it's not necessarily always from the quarterback. Sometimes it's it's something as simple as guys not getting the correct separation. I also th- I also thought that like we saw the Casimir Allen um, touchdown that was such a big play down the middle. I would have loved to have seen more of that. I mean, the idea of us having some more explosive plays instead of you know so much short stuff. Um, and and so and again we scored 45 points. So in reality, if you really think about it. The turnovers were the were the costly part. And then the second thing that you brought up, Ryan, that was perfect. When Gary Smith went down, that hurt. When, when And Jay Toya, uh, Toya went down, and he, he tried to come back at the end, but he wasn't himself. Those two guys in the middle matter. And, and, and the running game, and, 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 and then when you mix in that running game with Caleb Williams, who kept it just enough on the run to, to make you worry about him, it just made it really, really hard. And I'll, I'll, I want to say this, too, because I want to make sure this is really important. I never saw any – I mean, this team played so hard the whole time. When you have players beat up and banged up, you have a quarterback that's holding his arm like he can barely move it after every single play. I mean, this was a warrior effort. I'm just disappointed because I think this team completely healthy if they could have just eliminated some mistakes. Should have won this game. I, I'm not admitting right now that SC is a better team. They just won that game. I, I just think the, 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 the they made the plays happen. I, I get it. I get it, Nick. But it just seemed like it was one of those games that a couple of these mistakes and UCLA walks off a winner. Yeah, and I mean, I'm not even going to put all four of those interceptions on or all four of the turnovers on Dorian because that fumble, there was a missed blocking assignment up front. Yep. He's he's going through his reads to his left. He is not expecting there to, guy, uh, to be a guy in his chest one second after he has the snap. So I'll give him a pass there. 
one of the picks late in the first half. The receiver broke in. Dorian, uh, who knows where the mus- miscommunication is on that one, but Dorian throws out. So, you know, there, there, there's certainly some miscommunication happening around him as well. And, and talking about him as a warrior, how about on multiple running plays? It's like he identified he had a lane to throw a lead block because he stuffed the ball in Zach Charbonnet's gut and then immediately took off around the edge and threw himself into a linebacker to make a block multiple times after he's already being hurt he's already been hurt he's banged up you can tell he's throwing his shoulder when he easily could step out of bounds but he he makes the effort for a couple extra yards throwing his his shoulder and, and his body into a guy and so and, and to go on what you're saying as well I thought uh Gary Smith Joe, Jay Toya going down were You can't eat. That's huge because UCLA was controlling the line of scrimmage in that first quarter. That much was abundantly clear, and that changed USC being able to run the ball more effectively. I think those two injuries were massive. So, so just quickly, I, I love what you said at the beginning because when I'm when I keep saying, and I hope everybody understands this, you guys, I've talked up Dorian Thompson Robinson all year. I love the way he plays. I love how hard he plays. I love how much he's grown. When I'm saying the passing game, it's it's a team game. I, I know mm-hmm. that as a player, and I know that everybody else. Sometimes it's the lineman. You mentioned a missed block. Sometimes it's, 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 it's the uh, it's the receivers not running the correct routes. Sometimes the quarterback makes mistakes. But usually it's a team effort. We love to put too much credit on the quarterback and too much blame. So that's a great point. And and trust me, when you're depleted at defensive tackle on the other side of the ball. That definitely affects how you play defense. I mean, it's a big factor. And still to this, and I'm going to say this, we talked about forcing some field goals was a big deal in this game. And then the sack at the end that forced Caleb Williams and company to give the ball up and UCLA got the ball back. It is such a bummer that we're not talking about Dorian Thompson Robinson leading the team on a, a historic drive that will go down in, in, in forever in the lures of this, this rivalry. But it didn't work out. You know, it, 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 and whether or not, you know, Matt Stevens was talking about the receiver maybe running in front of the defender or maybe Dorian locked in on one guy for too long. I really don't know what happened on that play, to be honest with you. It just didn't work out. Sometimes at the end of games, you, you get to be the hero, and, and sometimes it doesn't work out. But I promise you, no one's sicker than the players that were in that locker room afterwards. No one is sicker. It, it sucks to lose those games. You're listening to the Brood Insider Show on AM570 LA Sports. That is Wayne Cook, Nick Cope. I'm Brian Fenley here with you for the next hour. I wanted to bring up something else, guys, in regards to UCLA's defense. And obviously we've known that defensive coordinator Bill McGovern has not been with the team in person the last couple of weeks. Obviously we, we send our best to him and his family. He's overcoming an unspecified ailment. He did, according to reports, show up to, to practice this week already and, and mingled with the players. But having a guy like that who has totally reconfigured the defense in a, in a lot of ways and respects, Wayne, not having yeah. his presence, even just seeing him in the buzz around the room yeah. in the locker room in these last couple of games, when we think about how things have tapered off against Arizona and then the, the tough finish against USC, first we want to get... Bill McGovern healthy and ready and, and back wearing the headset and coaching. But we can't discount the fact that him not being around the last couple right. of weeks, that has to pay a price. 
So, so this is important, and I'm so glad you brought this up, Brian. And, and again, first of all, we're, we're hoping and, and praying for Coach McGovern's health because I really don't know exactly what's going on. They've been pretty close to the vest on that, and so I, all, I, all I hope for is a, a recovery. He's one of the nicest guys I've ever met. Absolutely love him. So, so that's that. Two, and this is important for people to understand, um, when you're a coordinator, the defense that you're running is your baby. Like, I mean, I'm being serious when I say this. Like, if, if Ken Norton was a defensive coordinator, if Coach Norwood was a defensive coordinator, or if, if Clancy Pendergast was a defensive coordinator, it probably wouldn't be the exact same defense they're running. This is Bill McGovern's uh, – it's his, it's, his, it's his baby. And so when you talk about all the little nuances and when to call certain plays and when to do things, like having a defensive coordinator that basically designed the defense – it's it's theirs. I mean, they they own it. I'm not so it's it's not as easy as people think to have other people just step in and call defensive plays. And so you know, and I don't know if there's been a drop off or not. I'm not smart enough to be able to figure that out because um, there's so much that goes into that. All I know is this is I don't think I think this defensive staff has done the best job they can in a tough situation. But I hope people understand what I'm trying to say. Like this is definitely when you're the D coordinator and you're running your system that I think most coaches would want that person calling the defensive plays during a game. For sure. Just like I don't want anyone else using my microphone or wouldn't want to use <laughs> Brian's microphone. He's got it set up for his needs. <laughs> but, so, you know, I'm sure this we're, we're going to get into Cal, I think, coming up next, Brian. But I think there's a great opportunity for this defense coming up here to get after it. You don't necessarily have a mobile quarterback on the horizon with Jake Plummer. And I Yay. think, Brian, there's a <laughs> I think there I think there's a great chance for this defense to close the regular season on a high note. Yeah, Wayne and Nick, I, I totally agree with you. It's a game that's on Friday, and when we come back, let's look at it, including a former Bruin who is going to try to meet Dorian Thompson-Robinson in the backfield on Friday. We'll tell you who that is, and look at the game from a variety of different angles. You're listening to the Bruin Insider Show, UCLA Sports Network from Learfield. Did you know Jersey Mike's Subs freshly slices the meat right in front of you? It's a Jersey Mike's thing. And did you know I, Danny DeVito, invented the unicycle? The first statement about fresh slicing at Jersey Mike's is true, while the second statement about the unicycle cannot be accurate because Mr. DeVito wasn't alive in 1870. I also invented the time machine. I don't have the energy necessary, therefore I make no further comment. Uh, checkmate. <sighs> Why did I become a fast-talking legal voice? Sliced right in front of you. It's a Jersey Mike's thing. A sub above. You know, I'm trying to change the game. I'm born and raised in L.A. In so many different cultures, everyone has a word for kind of the cool uncle. You know, I'm everybody's uncle, and I'm going to treat you like family at my firm. Insurance companies, defense counsel, all these guys, they don't care about you. They want to get out of having to pay you a dollar. I'm here for the people. You don't want to ever go into a fight where the other side has a lawyer and you don't. All I want to do is be the L.A. lawyer go-to, and I'm here for everybody. Hey, Bruins fans, did you know that COVID Clinic is a nationwide provider of fast, accessible COVID-19 testing for communities, events, and travel? You can safely test at our site right here at the Rose Bowl Stadium in Lot D next to the golf course on any non-event days from 8.15 a.m. until 4 p.m. Monday through Sunday. Walk-ups are welcome, or you can visit covidclinic.org to book your appointment online. With a COVID Clinic negative test result, you can put your fours up with peace of mind. Now let's go Bruins! 
Join the facilities management team at the number one public university in the country at UCLA. Now hiring for UCLA facilities management. Apply online and grow your career with us. Seeking project managers, custodians, groundskeepers, warehouse workers, buyers, plumbers, electricians, and many other trade positions. We have great benefits and various shift times to fit your schedule. Apply online today to join the UCLA facilities management team. Have a question for any of our guests? Tweet us at UCLA Athletics using the hashtag Bruin Insider Show or visit UCLABruins.com slash insider to submit your question each week. Now, let's rejoin our hosts, Nick Cope, Brian Fenley, and Wayne Cook. It sets up as a really good opportunity for UCLA to finish out the regular season with a ninth win when they go to Cal and take on the Golden Bears on Friday, 1.30 in the afternoon, a game that is, of course, at Calatine that is 4-7. and seven. And as we look at this Bears squad, let's just say they don't have a lot going for them in several different statistical categories, but their running game has been nearly non-existent. And they are coming off a win against Stanford, and that was the first time they had rushed over 100 yards in a game in about a year and two months, just to put that into perspective. Their quarterback play in Jack Plummer, who Nick alluded to, he's there's nothing, Wayne, that, that wows me about him. He's steady with those sort of 15 to 10-yard to intermediate throws, but he's a statue, which is a completely different style than Dorian Thompson-Robbins, who, who, by the way, has been practicing this week. He appears healthy and ready to go as well. Well, that's good to hear. That's good to hear because that, that arm, I don't know what was wrong with it, but he was hanging the arm. He had tape all over fingers, and, and, and whether he hit a helmet with his thumb, I, I couldn't figure it out, but he was definitely hurting, so I'm glad to hear he's okay. Um, this, Cal, this Cal schedule as of late has been a gauntlet. I mean, they, they, before they played Stanford, they played Washington, Oregon, USC, and Oregon State. <laughs> this conference, man, I'm telling you, in a couple games before that, they played Washington State. They, they had Notre Dame on their schedule. Like, this schedule is, is not conducive for a lot of wins, especially your team that's struggling like like Cal. But but Plummer, when I watch him, I actually don't, I don't dislike him. He's got good feet in the pocket. Um, I know he's had some injury issues, and we'll talk about why maybe a little bit later. But um, he, he's, got, um, he's got a really good throwing motion. And sometimes I think he looks fantastic. Other times I'm like, what the heck is he doing? Why did he throw that? And so I just think there's so much inconsistency, inconsistency there. And I'm going to throw in my good friend Matt Stevens, who who who's been breaking down this this game as well. And we were talking. He goes, man. He goes, their tackles are terrible. So when you start thinking about Cal and you start throwing out things like tackles are terrible, and you don't run around like Dorian Thompson Robinson or Caleb Williams, and you're and you're Mr. Plummer, you're going to take a lot of hits. And then you're not going to feel very good, and that might lead you to throwing some bad balls. So that may be as big of a problem for him as anything. Although, and Nick, I know you've seen this. I do like Ott as a running back. I think he's a, a very, very talented running back. Yeah, he's been a bright spot. I think it was the Arizona game. He had, I mean, 250-ish yards on the ground. Huge game. He's closing in on 1,000 yards. I think the problem has kind of become as of late, and he did have a solid game against Stanford, is that – Teams are just keying in on him, yep. and they're saying, all right, Plummer, you you beat us with our arm. We, we've we seen this guy in the open field. We don't want to deal with him, so we're going to load up and, and make you beat us passing. And you bring up the, the gauntlet of a schedule as well, Wayne. I mean, 
Notre Dame was a one-score game, and they kind of got ripped off with a penalty late in that one on a you know phantom offsides call that was later admitted yeah. to be wrong. Um, Washington was a one-score game. Colorado on the road, not a great loss, was close, one-score game. Um, and, and, of course, we haven't even brought up the fact that they have fired offensive coordinator Bill Musgrave and then offensive line coach Angus McClure, who Bruin fans will remember for his time here as well. But those changes made in the last week. They've got Jeep Chris now calling plays. He's got tons of NFL experience as well. And it was slow going against Stanford at first, but late in the third quarter, into that fourth quarter, they started to find something offensively yeah and and they you know if you really want to get really stupid when you look at schedules they beat arizona mm-hmm. uh, i think that was 49 31 so like it's 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 kind of like when i watch them on film the first thing i said is we better show up you can't have that what, what's really hard for a football team is to go from you know before the arizona game they still had a, a chance like people were saying if they went out just like they're saying for usc right now if they went out they could get to the CFP because right now people are saying if SC wins out, they probably will get the CFP. So, so like that's, that's it. So then they went and then they have their crosstown rival after a disappointing loss and lose by three, where again, two weeks in a row, they had a chance at the end of the game to win it. So you got to imagine that this team is, is, is probably like kind of beat up mentally and physically right now. So they're going to have to find a way. This is where leadership comes in. And I, I truly believe in these guys. I, I swear. I think they can do it. They've got to realize that this Cal game really does matter. Getting that ninth win really does, does matter. Moving up in the standings uh, in the Pac-12 really does matter. You know, getting a better bowl bid really does matter. Like, this is a very, very important game. But Cal is good enough. They're good enough. They have a running back. They have a, they have a serviceable quarterback. They've got Hunter at receiver. They've got, they've got a defense that plays, you know, their, their stats aren't great, but they'll get after you a little bit. So if UCLA sleepwalks through this one, they're going to be in a dogfight. But if they show up and play like they're supposed to, they're, they're going to get a good victory here. And because, and, and we're about to wrap up this segment, and, and because, as Nick mentioned, that the, the Bears have fired their offensive line coach, Angus McClure, and their offense, according to Bill Musgrave, Jack Plummer, the quarterback, said something interesting after the win against Stanford where he said, quote, we didn't have a lot of plays on the risk card, only about 50 in the game, and we were running them time and time again, close quote, which seems to, to also be a competitive advantage if you're going up against a team that – Obviously, offensively, they don't really have an identity right now, and they're running the same thing over and again, and, and that continuity might work against them. And I'll leave you with this, guys. There is one stat in the Pac-12 that Cal leads all teams in, and it's in number of punts. So probably not the stat you want to lead your conference in, and it's a 4-7 and seven team. When we come back, guess who's going to join us? Yeah, we're going to talk some UCLA men's basketball later on in the hour. But the head coach of the women's side of things, and Corey Close, fresh off a dominating performance with a series of wins in the Bahamas. What has got her team undefeated inside the top 25? She joins us next. You're listening to the Broad Insider Show, UCLA Sports Network from Learfield. Show off your Bruin pride with the Westcom Bruin Edge Visa Credit Card. Earn 5% cash back on select UCLA purchases and 1.5% everywhere else. Redeemable for rewards that will make you want to eight clap. Plus, enjoy no annual fee or foreign transaction fees and get a $500 cash back bonus when you spend $2,500 in the first three months. Now that's better banking for Bruins. Visit westcom.org to apply and for terms and conditions. 
Have you ever had a cheesesteak with chicken fingers, mozzarella sticks, crisp bacon, fried eggs, fries, mayo, ketchup, salt, pepper on a fresh baked hero? Well, tens of thousands of fans at Fat Sal's Deli have. That's what we do at Fat Sal's. Since 2010, we've been building mouth-watering over-the-top one-of-a-kind creations. Come try us out at one of our four Southern California locations, Venice Beach, Encino, Hollywood, and right in the heart of Westwood Village. For details, visit FatSalsDeli.com. We're making sandwiches over here. Our favorite tailgating hack ever is morning recovery. We all love tailgating before UCLA games, but sometimes we don't like the way we feel waking up the next day. Thankfully, we have morning recovery to make sure you wake up feeling like a winner. Morning recovery's unique blend of super herbs, adaptogens, vitamins, and minerals help rehydrate and replenish lost nutrients when you have a few adult beverages before the game or any day. Find morning recovery at BevMo, Ralph's, or other beverage retailers near you. Don't let your tailgating turn into failgating the next morning. Use morning recovery. Drink today. Feel great tomorrow. Yamava Resort and Casino at San Manuel has another reason for you to come in today. For a limited time only, Yamava is giving all new and inactive members a buy one, get one free buffet. Plus, new members can win up to $1,000 in free play for signing up a Club Serrano membership. You'll earn rewards from playing any of the 6,800 slots or table games. Experience SoCal's best buffet and resort. Yamava is your home to big wins and even bigger prizes. Go for a BOGO today. Details at yamava.com slash new member. Must be 21. Please gamble responsibly. Bruin Insider Show continues now. Here's Nick Cope, Brian Fenley, and Wayne Cook. As of right now, this UCLA women's basketball team is undefeated. I see that trend continuing on for a long time. And a big reason why is because of their coach, Corey Close. She joins us now on the Bruin Insider Show. And Corey, coming off of your incredible trip to Bahamas, where you won all of these games, what's got you most giddy? about what you have working with right now? Well, I know this is going to, I hate to sound like a typical coach, but I just think the growth I've seen, um, you know, I just think we've made significant steps. With the first three games, to be honest, I was worried about coming out here. I didn't think we were showing the kind of maturity and to execute a scouting report to, to uh, you know, really have discipline and toughness that I knew we were going to need to face this great slate of opponents out here in the Bahamas. And, uh, and I just saw a tremendous amount of growth. And I also saw a tremendous amount of selflessness. Um, you know, it's been different people every night. And obviously, Charisma Osborne was a stalwart leader for us the entire time. But outside of her, there's really was different people that continued to step up. And I think that really bodes well. And I actually did not think we played very well today for a long time, but we grinded it out. And I did think we were really tough down the stretch, especially in overtime. And, uh, you know, so I, I just think I saw a lot of growth and glimpses of what we could become down the road. You guys really got a little bit of everything over the weekend. You got to avenge the WNIT final from last year, had a pretty convincing win against a top 15 Tennessee team, and then played a really good Marquette team where things don't come easy, right? You don't shoot the ball that well, but you found a way. I know it's early, but how can a weekend like this in November have an impact and help you guys when it comes to March? Well, I really think, I'm, first of all, I got to give a ton of credit to 
our assistant coaches and our video team. I just thought they were superb in quick turnarounds with elite scouts. You really have to scout seven other teams and plan for plan A and plan B. And it was tremendous amount of work. And I thought that they did a tremendous job of setting our team up for success. Um, but we really did see a little bit of everything. And, you know, tonight South Dakota State beat Louisville. Um, you know, and I, you know, you talk about Marquette, you know, Marquette beat Texas, you know, in the first round. It was a top five opponent. And, you know, I think that there was a really incredible slate of good teams in this tournament. So when I when we say we beat a good team, like we mean it. Marquette is really good. And then South Dakota State is really good. So you think about having a chance. And obviously, Tennessee has had some ups and downs. But you look at their roster. They're going to figure this thing out. They're going to be a really, really good team come SEC play. And so we beat three really good NCAA tournament teams with a very young team ourselves. And, uh, and I think that really does bode well for us. But Shannon said it really uh, well. She said, you know, this is not about getting a championship. It's about laying down bricks of championship habits. And, and I think that's exactly right. I don't think it's – obviously we want to – we found a way to win. And, and that's what you got to do. And there's going to be a night in the NCAA tournament where you don't shoot great. And you got to find a way to win. But I think the reality of it is that we did find a way to win and we laid some really good habits that I think we can build on. It goes without saying, this was a very successful business trip. UCLA women's head basketball coach Corey Close is joining us now on the Bruin Insider Show for Nick Copa and Brian Fenley, your team out to 6-0 on the season. So you're in the Bahamas. Clearly, the focus is on basketball. But how much time did you set aside for enjoying the environment and the new scenery and the beauty that that island brings? Well, it's so powerful. You know, if you were to ask our team, obviously winning the championship would be number one. But um, on Thursday, when we had the day we got here, um, is we just did, we had this incredible opportunity to go to this orphanage um, here on the island and spend time with these kids, uh, you know, ages one to 11, and um, to hear their stories, to spend the time with them, to do an incredible job uh, with them was just a tremendous experience. And so I'm just so grateful to have a team and a staff that always sees opportunities to serve. And uh, and then the next on our on our first game versus South Dakota State, all the kids came to our game and it was like unbelievable. They sat behind our bench and we just got a chance to love on them. And so it was just I just love that. It was just really, really uh, heartbreaking some of the stories and so for us to bring be able to bring a little joy to them but also they brought so much joy to us that was a really humbling experience and then today after the championship um, we got to take a boat out to this island um, and we got to swim with the pigs as they I guess that's a thing here I learned and uh, feed them and, and just be in the water and so um, obviously that was a lot sweeter after a championship run but you know so thankful for an administration that really believes in the total collegiate experience and so we had a chance to serve we had a chance to compete and win and we had a chance to create some remember wins and I'm a pretty lucky coach to be a part of a group that values that sounds like a grade a weekend all the way around all the way around so a lot of other great a things let really just have to give a shout out to our soccer teams uh, that are just killing it in the NCAA tournament. And really also, too, we're just excited to come play at home. We're at home against a really good Jackson State team on Friday. 
really want people to sh- uh, show up and show out, and uh, it's going to be a great time. But really excited about some of these other Bruins sports as well. Yeah, it was really fun to watch the soccer teams over the weekend. But Corey, to get back to your team, so much of our discussions when we've talked to you the last couple years have centered around the lack of depth and the injuries you guys have had to deal with. And this year, knock on wood, Things are trending well, right? You've got Emily back. You've got Gina back. You've got a talented group of freshmen at your disposal as well. So how has that simple fact really helped you guys out so far this season? Well, I think it just increases your margin for error, right? So if someone's having an off night, um, even Dominique O'New had this important uh, charge for us. We had uh, London Jones get this important steal. Then you had uh, Gabriela Jaquez have a, a steal. So even in limited minutes, I think that was just a huge thing to have different people be able to step up. You know, and I just thought that, you know, every night we have a phrase and I'm, uh, we've been saying it a lot. Sometimes you, sometimes me, always us. And I think you saw that lived out. And that's going to be the big challenge. You know, it's always hard. Um, there's a different set of challenges when you have that kind of depth and people are really talented team. Everybody wants to play and there's only 200 minutes in a game. But bottom line is you got to be playing for the four letters across your chest first. And then, you know, if you want to change your role, we got to figure out how to ways to get better and, and, and ways to be able to contribute in different ways. But bottom line is that depth that we have, it just gives us a different level of, of margin for error, especially through foul trouble. And then three games in three days, like we experienced this weekend. You play with the letters across your chest and that pride and the letter grade you get for your time in the Bahamas is an A plus after going three and zero in the battle for Atlantis. As you mentioned, Corey wins against South Dakota state, Tennessee Marquette. And then on Friday back at home, two o'clock tip time against Jackson state, everybody get out there to Paul pavilion to watch this team, which really has started to make a lot of noise and will continue to grow and get better. Corey close. I'm Brian Fenley alongside Nick Cope. Thanks so much for taking some time and, and goodness, how fun that must've been being around the, pigs and swing swimming in in the water and to do it after all the the success you've had that must have been so gratifying it was really fun day and great memories but excited to share some more memories with y'all and the other people at home in la so we'll travel back safely take care of business then and we'll look forward to talking to you guys again soon Many thanks again to Corey Close. The Bruin men's basketball team has some memories as of late they're not too happy about. We'll explore and we'll talk about the season that is so far for UCLA men's basketball when we return. You're listening to the Bruin Insider Show, UCLA Sports Network from Learfield. You know, I'm trying to change the game. I'm born and raised in L.A. In so many different cultures, everyone has a word for kind of the cool uncle. You know, I'm everybody's uncle and I'm going to treat you like family at my firm. Insurance companies, defense counsel, all these guys, they don't care about you. They want to get out of having to pay you a dollar. I'm here for the people. You don't want to ever go into a fight where the other side has a lawyer and you don't. All I want to do is be the L.A. lawyer go to and I'm here for everybody. Join us at Slater's 50-50 in Pasadena for the fifth quarter after every UCLA home game at the Rose Bowl. Slater's is the home of the original 50-50 burger, made of 50% ground bacon and 50% ground beef. But you are missing out if you don't explore our extensive selection of award-winning burgers, loaded flatbreads, over-the-top salads, amped-up milkshakes, tons of local and regional craft beers, and some healthy options, too. Located at 61 North Raymond Avenue on the corner of Raymond and Union in Pasadena, Slater's 50-50, your destination for great food, beer, and sports in in Pasadena.
Acosta Heating and Air Conditioning has been family-owned and operated for 25 years and offers its heating and cooling services throughout Ventura County, the San Fernando Valley, and on the west side. We provide service, preventative maintenance, installations, and free estimates. The Acosta family, including UCLA alum Alex Acosta, has established a strong sense of community, actively supports local programs, and is proud to be a sponsor of UCLA Athletics. Visit AcostaHVAC.com to find out how the Acosta family can help you feel more comfortable in your home. What did the Bruins and world champion Aaron Donald have in common? Both are powered by Ready, the official protein of UCLA athletics. Ready fuels Bruin athletes and Aaron with scientifically formulated, better for you, Ready protein bars featuring clean, all natural ingredients, high quality protein and fiber, and best of all, an unbelievable taste. And now Ready protein bars are available in convenient five packs at Walmart. Take a cue from the Bruins and Aaron and fuel your active lifestyle with Ready protein bars now on sale at Walmart. Ready. Fueling UCLA champions and you. Have a question for any of our guests? Tweet us at UCLA Athletics using the hashtag Bruin Insider Show or visit UCLABruins.com slash insider to submit your question each week. Now, let's rejoin our hosts, Nick Cope, Brian Fenley, and Wayne Cook. Five games into the men's basketball season for UCLA, and they're three and two. You see the two losses, and there are some people out there that are going to overreact and say, well, why is that? Well, First of all, you have to consider that the stiff competition that the Bruins are playing against and a lot of teams at the Bruins elite level, they don't they don't do that in November. But losses last week in in Las Vegas to, to Illinois and Baylor, both teams firmly inside the top 25. And so as we look at what we think about and, and how we surmise the way things are going for UCLA guys, I know defensively head coach Mick Cronin has talked about not being there. I think the real issue is that they've got some really young pieces that aren't scoring right now. At Mbona, Amari Bailey, Dylan Andrews, these are guys that are getting a pl- a plenty of playing time, and, and they've got to find ways to plug them in and get them more acclimated. Once that happens, they're going to start winning yeah. more of these high-profile games. I, I agree, Brian, and here's what I'm going to say, and if you listen to Coach Cronin and what he said after the game, he's like, he's aware of the fact that young athletes aren't used to coaches like him. He's going to tell you exactly what he thinks, and he won't wait until it's in private. He'll do it right on the sidelines. I mean, he's not afraid to pull guys out as soon as they make a mistake. And if you watch some of the young players, you know, facial expressions during some of these butt chewings, I mean, they're not exactly I, – I just got to be honest with you, and I know he said this a little bit too. Um, there's not a lot of that going on at the lower levels now. You know, these athletes are so elite, and they're, they're, they're kind of dominant where they're playing. And I'm not sure it's going to take a little while, which is why I'm agreeing with what you're saying. They haven't been, you know, in my opinion, I don't think this is the greatest shooting team. I think Jaime Jaquez sometimes gets used so much throughout the game that he gets kind of tired in the second half. And that's not a knock on his 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 being in shape. It's just they ask so much of him that by the end of the games, him and Tiger Campbell, you know, they're asking them to do everything. And so I just think you're right. I think the new players are going to get used to it. They're going to re- if they respond to Coach Cronin, we've seen this. This team will get better as the season progresses, and I have a feeling they're going to be a really good team by the time it gets to the tournament. And I think that Baylor game really demonstrated experience versus youth because the best thing you can have in college basketball is experienced guards who know how to take care of the basketball. They can knock down open threes and make their free throws. That's exactly what Baylor brought to the table. 
UCLA is still getting to that point. You've got Tiger Campbell in the backcourt, bringing Amari Bailey up to speed, Dylan Andrews up to speed. You know, Jalen Clark's fitting into a new role this season. He's played really well, but he and everyone else on this team, that there's tape from those games that this entire coaching staff can use for everybody and show them the mistakes they made defensively because there were plenty to go around on ball screens, off ball screens, and so lots for this team to improve on here with you got conference games in a, in a couple weeks here, Brian. Yeah, you do. Early December, you got Stanford, but tomorrow it is Pepperdine at home, 7.30 at Poly. So hope you can all get out there for that one. And, and I'll leave you with this, guys, as we wrap up this conversation on UCLA Hoops. Adembona could be a double-double machine in a month or so. So let's just stop overreacting here to the way he's playing. Amari Bailey can give you 12 points, 5 assists like it, like it's nothing and that will come in due time. When we come back, our keys to the game, UCLA versus Cal in the football field on Friday. How are the Bruins going to win? We paved the trail to tell you why and how next. Premier Party Rents is your destination for all of your party and event rental needs, including weddings, birthdays, and corporate events. A preferred vendor of UCLA, Premier Party Rents has been working with UCLA football alumni on their game day rental needs for more than 10 seasons and looking forward to many more. We offer the best customer service in addition to our extensive selection of event rental supplies. Let's combine your imagination and our experience to produce precisely the event you've envisioned. Visit PremierPartyRents.com. Hey, Bruins fans, did you know that COVID Clinic is a nationwide provider of fast, accessible COVID-19 testing for communities, events, and travel? You can safely test at our site right here at the Rose Bowl Stadium in Lot D next to the golf course on any non-event days from 8.15 a.m. until 4 p.m. Monday through Sunday. Walk-ups are welcome, or you can visit covidclinic.org to book your appointment online. With a COVID Clinic negative test result, you can put your fours up with peace of mind. Now let's go, Bruins! The new UCLA Meyer and Rini Luskin Conference Center and Hotel is a proud sponsor of UCLA Athletics and is the perfect addition to your game day lineup. Stay in one of our 254 guest rooms just steps away from Pauley Pavilion and enjoy great food and drinks before or after the game at Platia, our on-site Mediterranean-inspired restaurant and lounge. Experience Bruin hospitality at its best at the UCLA Luskin Conference Center and Hotel located in the heart of campus. For more information, visit us at luskinconferencecenter.ucla.edu. Yamaba Resort and Casino at San Manuel has another reason for you to come in today. For a limited time only, Yamaba is giving all new and inactive members a buy one, get one free buffet. Plus, new members can win up to $1,000 in free play for signing up a Club Serrano membership. You'll earn rewards from playing any of the 6,800 slots or table games. Experience SoCal's best buffet and resort. Yamaba is your home to big wins and even bigger prizes. Go for a BOGO today. Details at Yamaba.com slash new member. Must be 21. Please gamble responsibly. The Bruin Insider Show continues now. Here's Nick Cope, Brian Fenley, and Wayne Cook. Friday, 1.30 at Cal in the afternoon. The Bruin football team is going to, this is what it's going to take to beat the Bears. For me, as we go through our keys to the game, this is a chance for former Bruin Odua Izabor to take on his former team in UCLA. For me, Wayne, it's if you can hold Cal to, to low rushing yards, they are worse in the conference. If that trend stays the same, the Bruins will win. Just play your best game of the year, Bruins. I know it's been rough, and I'm, I swear I'm still high on you guys. You're a great team. Get after it. I'll say put Cal in third and long situations. I don't think they're as well equipped to handle those obvious passing situations as other teams tackle well, 
limit things on first and second down, and, and then pin your ears back and get after the quarterback on thirds. When you and Nikki brought up some great points, and their quarterback Jack Plummer threw a couple of picks last week in the end zone, and you know you put pressure on him. I think you're going to be great if you're UCLA. That's going to do it for our hour here for Nick Cope, Wayne Cook. I'm Brian Fenley. A shout out to our producer Dave Pulaski. You missed anything? Download the podcast. We'll talk to you next week. This has been the Bruin Insider Show on the UCLA Sports Network from Learfield. Your weekly look inside UCLA athletics. Join us next week for another hour of the best Bruins talk anywhere. The proceeding has been an exclusive presentation of the UCLA Sports Network from Learfield. Some people just know the best rate for you is a rate based on you with Allstate. Not one based on Carol. She's more focused on hitting a high note than the car in front of her. Why pay a rate based on anyone else? Get one based on you with DriveWise from Allstate. Not available in Alaska or California. Subject to terms and conditions. Rates are determined by several factors which vary by state. In some states, participation in DriveWise allows Allstate to use your driving data for purposes of rating. While in some states, your rate could increase with high-risk driving. Generally, safer drivers will save with DriveWise. Allstate Fire and Casualty Insurance Company and affiliates in Northbrook, Illinois.